<laughs> you can't beat the classics. All right, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to episode five of You Can't Beat the Classics podcast. We made it to the finish line with, with this franchise. So, <laughs> this episode, we have to finish what we started, guys. As tough as it was uh, <laughs> with, with some of the ways these movies have gone, it's come down to this. George and Mike are back. And I think they're here to stay. <laughs> Happy to be here. Question. I wish I, I wish I was taken three times. <laughs> <laughs> like after watching this last, I wish I was taken. <laughs> we made it to the last movie of this franchise. You don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about 2014s. Or, I mean, it came out at a weird time. It came out, like, at the end of 2014, beginning of 2015. The release date is weird on this one. Um, but we're talking about 2014's Taken 3, directed by same guy as the last movie, Oliver Megaton, however it's said. Megatron. Right. <laughs> yeah, so Taken 3 came... This this sequel came really fast after Taken 2. And, like, Taken 2 was one that, you know, we talked about, and it wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't very good, but it wasn't, like, the worst movie ever, really. So, but it did well financially. So they were like, all right, Taken 3 is a go. So we're like, all right, I'm going to ask you guys the big question about this one. Who gets Taken? Um, an hour nope. and 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... The answer, the answer is, anybody's $5 who rented this. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> In, like, a backwards metaphorical way, you might be able to make the case that Liam Neeson was the one taken. Cause he was His innocence of, was taken. He was yeah. duped, almost. But, like, yeah, the... Taken didn't apply here. It's like the true answer is nobody. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. What a hack job. Anyway, go on. Continue. <laughs> oh, God, this one is one is just. I don't think it should have been made. You know, I, I, I when I saw it in theaters at the time it came out, I was like, "What happened here?" I'm like, "Why did they do this?" Dude, I mean. You kind of you kind of got to give him props though, like in the worst way, right? So like when you look at this movie, it has on IMDb it has a sixty percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a twelve percent rating. So it's pretty well known that this is not a great movie. But if they went and did the someone's getting taken this movie, it would be the same movie three (laughs) three times. So you kind of got to be like, okay, so you know they had to change it up. And they did, but it wasn't for the better. It certainly wasn't. No, it it definitely was not. Not with this one. When you look at the numbers, though, it's like... They they all made good money. So, as, like... Maybe it's... (laughs) 
maybe it's just an American thing where we're like, dude, you've you've spent this. But internationally, people are like, fuck it, we love it, like, more. <laughs> yeah. So, in all fairness, I'm surprised it's taken six years for us to talk about this and there not be a taken four. Like, the boyfriend, Kim's boyfriend is taken. Uh, they uh, Liam Neeson did an interview, and he said there will not be a taken four. <laughs> Absolutely will not. Yeah, I mean, I, he's old, too, so, like, it's not really I think, <laughs> You know, this movie, this movie did well financially. But I think the ratings is what killed take is was what killed the franchise on this one. The reviews of this one were not good. My my argument to that would just be like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are still pumping out dog shit movies and making money. Like if if someone was like in this world where there's no new original ideas in cinema, like hey, we just we we need a couple hundred million. You could always rely on Taken 4. <laughs> but, like, if Liam Neeson's not in, I guess that, that is kind of a, a stopper. Because, yeah. like, $48 million to make this movie? Hello? That's a no-brainer. Dude, that's some of these people's fucking salary. Like, okay, $50 million? Count me in. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Maybe the maybe it was so cheap because they just fucking took the writing from a, a elementary school. But <laughs> before we get into it here, obviously, I'm gonna go off on this movie. On the one I told you guys that like this movie is met with like one gigantic problem for me, and I, I'm gonna address it later. But you know, before we do that, let's watch the trailer for Taken Three. Hey. Lenny. <laughs> Good to see you. you Kim's doing okay? No. Seems like it's your Kim. George is done. George is done. <laughs> Lenny! Lenny? What? Sir, back away now! I didn't do this. Put your hands up! Now! Okay. Wanted for murder. Suspect's name, Brian Mills. 21, he joins the army. At 23, he joins the special forces. Oh, Whitaker, though, huh? Sniper. An explosives expert. No service record, no discharge record, nothing. This guy right here, he knows how to disappear. Listen carefully, Kim. Something terrible has happened to your mom. Dad, what's going on? Don't trust anyone. Fall down your hands. There are things I've done in my life, and I was always ready to face the consequences to protect my family. What do you know? What I know is soon everyone you love will be dead. <laughs> What's your first priority here, Inspector? My job is to bring you in. My first priority is to protect the only one I have left. What are you going to do? I'm going to finish this. If you go down this road, the LAPD, the FBI, the CIA, they're all going to come for you. They'll find you, and they'll stop you. Good luck. 
<laughs> oh, he said it. He said it. <laughs> that callback. Yeah. So, all right. Okay, trailer. You had me intrigued, but I was like, I still, at the time, I was like, where's this going to go? Yeah, and it's weird because they preface the trailer with, like, Liam Neeson's the one getting arrested, and you're like, what? So. Well, yeah, you know, the one big thing they show in the trailer is like, oh, Lenore's dead? Oh, I know. Like, what? <laughs> if they didn't show who was murdered, like, if they didn't show that, that would have made maybe, you know, definitely added some mystery to it. But the fact that they show, yeah, Lenore's dead. You're like, mm. <laughs> I have a whole lot wrong with the first half of this movie. Like, a, a whole lot. I mean, honestly, when I think about the trailer and the movie, it's like, I was kind of like, I mean, I know I burst out laughing, but it's because I know what happens in the movie. Um, it's just not a good sell. Like, you, what are you selling? They here? gave you the whole movie. You're selling that Liam Neeson's now running from the cops. You're selling that the cops know how dangerous he is. And then you're selling that, like, there's a mysterious third party who killed Lenore. Like the killing of Lenore would have been a huge, like, <gasps> right. like Oh man. Okay. Yeah. But so at the same time, I think when they were making the trailer, they're like, we're going to show Lenore dead. And then the rest of the trailer is going to be like, Oh, they think that he did it. And, and the whole audience is going to think that Liam Neeson killed her. And for me, when I saw her dead, I was like, well, first off, I, I knew, I know that it wasn't him, but, like, when you think of her dead, you're like, there's no way. He still loves but isn't, her. Isn't that the trash part of the trailer, though? Is, like, we as the audience know that he didn't kill her. They didn't create any doubt. Like, there yeah, was no, right. there's no, like, so why show her die, right? Yeah. I so, mean, the trailer's pretty of, dog shit. I think of, like, other major movies and, like, franchises, like John Wick. Like, John Wick is a good comparison, I think. Have you seen anyone major die in those trailers that could have or did die in the in the movie? Like, you don't, because it's fucking stupid. It's part of the shock of going to see the movie. Yeah. So it was just ter- terrible marketing from the get-go. And it, it, even then, like, when you rewatch it, it's still not worth the $3 I just went to rent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, never would do that again. No. We're, all right. Yeah. You said you had problems with the beginning, Mike. So did I, because like it starts off with like, who are these guys? Like, what, yeah. what is going on here? <laughs> and it's like, why are they like these guys are just these Russians are just beating up this accountant. And you're like, who, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And then they put them in like the safe and then all this other stuff. And I don't know. It's they're trying to build the baddies right off the bat. Right. So like you get it, but it doesn't make any sense. Like there's like in the beginning of the second one, they show the people standing around the graves. And even though the graves that they're standing around are for like literally terrible people that you would want to die. You're like, okay, I get why they're going after him. (laughs) You know, like I get who these people are. I understand what their motive is. And that these people are just like people (laughs) that are trying to collect debt from a banker. I don't know. It's just weird. The whole thing starts weird. It screamed Dark Knight to me, right? Like, it screamed, we're going to show you a scene of the villains. You're going to get the tone of the movie right now. And then we're going to go into the movie. Except it wasn't. Like, it didn't hit the same. It didn't feel the same. It didn't even 
stand true the entire time. I think this accountant thing is related to something that's addressed later in the movie. But obviously, when you're when you're greeted with this at the beginning, you're like, that's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> well, some no name banker dude has the codes to some empty bank vault somewhere. And these Russian dudes wanted money from it that this no name dude gave him the access to, but didn't have the ability to get the money because it wasn't there. And then they kill him and put him in the safe. It's like, like, literally no idea why that scene was relevant for anything. <laughs> no, well, I mean, uh, it it hit, it hit like a pillow, bro. I, I that's why oh, I had so, to, I had to rewatch <laughs> that after watching the movie to be like, why? Dude, I, 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 I texted John, was like, give me five minutes because I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm the only note I took on this is the dudes <laughs> when the Russians came in, the dude said he's gonna take his dogs for a walk. And he didn't. He didn't take his dogs out or let them out or anything. So, like, do you think his wife would immediately realize that they're like the dogs are still in the house when he's gone? Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. To me, that's just weird. Like, if I see him, I take the dog for a walk, but the dog's like, you know, like on oh. my bed with my wife or something, or she's like on the oh, sofa with no, my wife. The, like, my wife's gonna know. The dog was in the trunk, dead. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Was it do- the dog was Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> we're still talking about her everyone cared <laughs> everyone cared about amanda <laughs> just saying what? wouldn't it be wild if she was the fucking mastermind in this one that, <laughs> that's something that, that's a twist that, that, that would have been that would have been a better sell if amanda was the villain in taken three because he left her for dead than the bullshit that we got fed Stand by. Stand yeah. by. It's just like they cut the scenes and it's just like Amanda turns around in her chair and she's like, Brastinya. Dasvidanya, bitches. Our premise so far is these angry Russians, but then, you know, in regular taken fashion, we're cut to a happier moment. And Brian has gone from a karaoke machine to a giant stuffed panda bear. I'm like, is Kim <laughs> is Kim getting younger? <laughs> oh my god! Even How Kim, s- when, she, when she gets it, she's like, just she she's not like, she's like, what? <laughs> well, it, okay, so he gets in this big panda, and she literally just found out like 48 seconds ago that she was pregnant. <laughs> so she got a lot going on. She got a lot going on. That was so dumb. That was so dumb. Like, why not give her, like, she's got to be in her early 20s. Get her, like, a necklace or, like, a nice watch or something girly. You got her a fucking stuffed... Even the boyfriend was like, is that stuffed panda? (laughs) This this is not the same boyfriend from the last movie. And it's not the same... She went from from Jamie to Jimmy. This is not the same boyfriend. Like, it's so... With Taken 2, like, Brian was finally cool with the idea of a boyfriend, and it's not the same dude. Like, I'm not saying, like, Kim, like, gets around, but, like, it, it just, it bugged me that it was not at least the same boyfriend. I mean, in, in, my, in my point of view, though, I think that she moved on from that trash-ass boyfriend. She had a number two, because he was pretty fucking trashy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like run down house was just home all day like i don't know and this person was like out working or something and she was still going to school it's probably at the store getting fucking plan b 
<laughs> abort, abort. Like this, yeah. You you don't have to say it. I will. This girl's a hoe, bro. She we in Taken Two. She was in some dude's bed, like getting felt up. She said no. Clearly, in this one, she's moved on from the word no. She's pregnant in college. Like, come on, man. This girl's fucking a hoe. Amanda would never have allowed that. Oh, my gosh. Amanda. Uh, Listen, never. Amanda's the one that's like, let's go follow these people across Europe and get taken. There's like, a difference that's how between trusting and being a hoe. <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> 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 but Brian cool with the boyfriend idea, idea now I guess um, so I think he meets up with Lenny but like Lenny starts talk- Lenny, she starts talking about Stuart again like they're trying to work things out but I'm like wait a minute weren't you going to get back together with Brian so yeah. confused I'm Dude, like, so I did the same exact thing so at the end of number two you're like okay she hopped that train she's on the Liam Neeson train right now and then like this movie starts and I'm like, I'm like watching it and I'm like, why are they so awkward? And then the next scene happens and I'm like, uh, she's still married to him? Yeah, that's, I'm like, like, I thought she moved on. And like, so like, I'm like, wait, they're not back together? And then like, they like kiss or whatever. And I'm like, okay, maybe now they will. And then they retract that and they're like, no, we shouldn't do this. I have to work this <laughs> out with Stuart. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> That whole thing was confusing because it was like, why? What? As, I, I it, that's why I, that was when I asked the writers thing because it was like, why would you? It's so funny. I know. It's so, like it's like such a like, you know, it, it the continuity on that is is not even close. Like this train's on this track and this train's on this track. They're they're like passing in the night, not even close. Yeah, like if you're. They, they were literally, like, at, at the point of, like, retracting stuff and collecting assets and everything. They were done in the second one. And then all of a sudden, they're working things out, and she's allowing it, even though she feels trapped. And it's yeah. like, like, what? I know Stuart is rich, but just get back with Brian already. Dude, but- Brian did upgrade from that little fucking whatever he was in to now he's got an actual nice apartment with yeah. Captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, cabinets. The, the man's got the money. Hey, <laughs> guys, I'm on the right track. I got cabinets. I mean, clearly he's got money. So I'm like, mm. it, in my mind, I'm like, it can't be a money thing, right? Like, unless he, they, Stewart didn't sign a prenup, but yeah, you, you guarantee he did. She just likes her Porsche. That's what it comes down to. So yeah, but she wants that that fucking Irish D. Yeah. <laughs> So then we we go from there. To... You're, met, well, you're, so, you're greeted with that confusion, but then the boys are back. I was it's gonna say Sunday steaks are on, baby. It's, it's not steak Sundays, but they're on they're on the green this time. Yeah, but then they they go to the apartment, don't they? Oh no no no, because they're talking on the green about like oh yeah you kissed her and, and like was it was it her? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, they're having a sink and putts, yeah. nail and sluts moment. It like, was great. Yeah, at least. <laughs> <laughs> At least these guys, they're the same guys throughout all three, which is good. Yeah. It's not just three other random boys that he's pretended he's known all this time. It's the same yeah. three, which is nice. I like that. That was a positive for me. And as well, I know we're going to get to this, but he finally, they, they actually played roles in the they movie. They actually did something in this movie, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of like, 
it screams too little too late but like of all the times to use these guys this is like the the least valuable of the three situations <laughs> i i have <laughs> I, I yeah so much but that also this funny. is the only one that happened stateside the other ones would require them like traveling very far and like the way that they filmed those movies that everything was cleared up in like less than 12 hours <laughs> the, the time i think it's taken too it's taken too when he called when brian called them they were golfing so they were yeah. like, hey, he's like, hey, do man, you know someone in the embassy? We're in the middle of a game here. We can't, we can't get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a lot to say about these guys, but I'll wait. I'll wait a little okay. bit. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, I think he meets with Kim at some restaurant or something because Kim wants to tell him that she's going to have it, that she's pregnant. But he, she sees one of those other kids in there acting up, and she puppy. doesn't. She doesn't. Like regular Kim fashion like she keeps something from her father uh, straight up lying the whole well time. in all fairness she did try to tell him right and i yeah. this price, i started losing my mind laughing because like dude kim is fucking pregnant right it's not it's not a secret like it's written on her forehead and she kind of spells it out with the dog thing and the, the mitt stammering and everything. Kim is pregnant. You don't need Jean Grey in the room to tell you that Kim is fucking pregnant. And this guy, being the head CIA, whatever, mastermind assassin, little details and everything, was like a puppy. Oh, puppy's a lot of work. Oh, it's kind of like <laughs> a child. <laughs> and it's like, come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, that was the <laughs> dumbest interaction I've ever fucking heard my entire life. Like, if I was going to tell my dad I'm pregnant, and halfway through, I'm just like, I'm thinking about getting a puppy. He'd be like, fuck you. Is she pregnant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your dad'd be like, yeah, fucking did it, didn't you? Yeah, there's no shot that Brian's like, a puppy? Okay. Yeah. I understand where That's, you're going with this. It kid. was the most unbelievable conversation I might have ever heard between two fictional characters. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't it was kind of silly. Yeah, it was very but forced. Now we are introduced to the absolute biggest problem of the movie. This I'm I'm about to lose it here. They <sighs> they recast Stewart. Dude, this, is, this actor is not Stewart. They don't look like if you know, like I'm going to pull up a screen. I'm doing screen share right now. Dude, I was lost my mind when I found this out because Stewart in the first movie was like, all right, he's not a he's not a main character, but he like he's there in this. He's a main character. Yeah. And it's not the same actor. Like he's also like, a douche. Like. This guy, this is Stewart. This dude, this Xander Berkeley or whatever. Handsome. Like this guy. And what they guy. cast this guy, Doug Ray, obvious Doug Ray Scott. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, they don't look anything like each other. <laughs> like, if this guy was Stewart in, in Taken 3, I'd have, it'd be, ta- it would be, no pun intended, taken a lot more seriously. I <laughs> Way more. But the fact that they did this, it just... Uh. Yeah. I thought the recast was so obvious that it was bad. Yeah. It's so bad. It's awful. It's just, The movie would have been way better if it was the other guy that they 
established. Yeah. So, I mean, all that stuff aside, that's that's stupid because like you could have even gotten like explained it like, oh, I left that Stuart and I got another Stuart. <laughs> Even though she's madly in love with Brian, so like, there's no way to switch actors and get away with it here. Yeah, this, um, the whole thing is just stupid, bro. Like, the, it, any angle you look at this from, be like, oh, well, I could. No, you can't. You can't. It's dumb. Fucking stupid. Yeah, get the same guy. So the rest of this, the rest of this episode, I'm calling him fake Stewart, but <laughs> because I mean, because I still have to address the movie for what it is. But fake Stewart tells Brian, hey. I want you to stop seeing Lenore, please. Because we're trying to work things out. And Brian's like, oh, okay, sure, I guess. Brian's a gentleman, and he's like, okay, fine. Yeah, so I wrote here, Stuart's a douche, but he's in the right. So Stuart came <laughs> over, and like his argument was like very douche-tacular. But he was like, hey, <laughs> I'm trying to work things out with my wife. I just I want you to get out of the picture for a minute. And... Right? Is he wrong to ask that? I don't think he's wrong to ask that. No. No, I agree. I have... Stuart's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, I have Stuart's a gigantic pussy because... (laughs) Obviously, this scene isn't what... It's like smoke and mirrors for us as the audience, right? Come back to it later and you realize more, but... Well, the next scene reveals more. Yeah, so I'll, like, go, I'll go into detail. I thought it was like a a pussy move. Great, yeah, stay away from my wife, but also like, don't come to the man's house without Lenore there. You bring Lenore, and because she didn't know that he was there, and he even said that. Bring her, lay the ground rules out. That's the father of your stepdaughter. Yeah, like you can't just tell him to stay away. Yeah. Sorry, oh. train just drove by. All the even the dogs agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like like thinking when you pause. Yes, he's right, but n- not for the but right. The situation thing. is all wrong. Yeah, he's right with the Lenore part, but also they have to co-parent. Yeah, like, you can't just yeah. tell him to stay away, and that's where I think it, I had Brian and Stewart are pussies. But like <laughs> when you really think about it, so, like. Brian, Brian talked to Lenore. Also, Brian's less of a pussy because, like, what is it? Like, five hours later, it seems she, she like texts him. He's like, "Hey, I'm coming over." He's like, "I'll get bagels." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Warm Lenore, bagels. Lenore texts him. Texts him that very that very next morning. Oh, please come over for breakfast. I'm like, well, so much, so much for not seeing a man. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I want, I need to but, see you. All right, oh, no, I'll get back. I think Lenore said it was urgent. I think, yeah. I think that's what she said. But, um, so <sighs> Brian drives over, and something ain't right here. And I don't like, like the look like, of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh oh, and Lenore, Lenore is dead. Uh, George's wish has been granted. Lenore is gone. Oh, I was geeking out, bro. Good for her. Get out of this franchise before it sinks, bro. Like, good for her. She needed to go. I thought it was so fucking funny that Stuart comes over and says, "Hey, don't see my wife." The next morning, she's fucking gutted on his bed. 
<laughs> Such poetic yeah. justice, bro. But somebody heard something and called the cops while Brian was there. No, anonymous <laughs> tip. Anonymous yeah. tip. Brian's very calm though. He's like, please. He's like, he's like the most calm. Like, police officers are blasting him. He's like, please listen to me. Give I have me a, a chance, please. Set of skills. Yeah, please listen before I kick your ass, please. Yeah. <laughs> so then he gets out of that situation. Yeah. Uh, now, and then en- enter in force with Now doesn't. Now he has assault on a police officer <laughs> on his on his list of troubles. By the way, like that that whole like escape scene. Like, you can tell, I mean, like, they build him up to be a professional in this, right? So, like, he, he has a plan for this, it's thought through and all that stuff. But it was actually, like, that action sequence was actually pretty good. Evading yeah. the cops, getting into, like, that garage and escaping through the aqueduct. And then, like, you know, like, it was actually pretty well thought out. And it actually wait, wait, it progressed pretty so well. I'd love to pause you right there. Who the fuck has that in their garage? Now, this I is have California, man. Who the, like... Uh, I, I was wondering. I thought it was a weird thing too, but I was like, no, nah, maybe it's a West Coast thing. I have no idea. I mean, those the, that, those aqueducts. I'm not. I'm. This isn't even me trying to be funny or anything. This is me genuinely asking. What the? I didn't know what the fuck that was, and I didn't understand how the cops didn't even look in it. They're like, he's yeah, gone. they just assumed he's gone. What? So, so like my thing is, <laughs> I feel like. That is really common. Like the sewer system leading out to the aqued aqued fours or aqueducts, whatever you want to call them, is very common in California. Like I've seen it a whole bunch. Yep. I just don't understand why one why one would be in a personal garage. And even on top of that, if it were in a garage, if any oil were to go down there, it would pollute the water supply. Mm-hmm. So like there there wouldn't be any excuse for it to be in a garage. <laughs> that was an old ass truck that was right above it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leaking, just leaking into the city city water supply. I also had down for that chase too. What community are they in where there are like a million fences to scale? And how many times could you see that shot before you were just like, are they even moving? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like there, it was a long chase sequence and they they went like a quarter of a block. Like the, most, has, the most like stationary action sequence. <laughs> he has a gun and the cop is like, got a gun. Never used well. it. That was Never a good point it. because he. The cop, even when enter Forrest Whitaker, he's like, he had a gun and he didn't shoot you. He's like, yeah. He's like, Brian's Brian's not stupid. He's like, he's not going to shoot American police officers and get in more trouble. Well, my thing was like, you know, the assailant has a gun. You know, it's loaded. Maybe he hasn't fired it, but he might. Why is no one firing at this guy? Yeah. it like it just blew my mind because in maybe in today's world, like we see it all the time where like an assailant runs, you know he's got a weapon. You put him down. You put him down. It I so, don't know. It just seemed bizarre to me, but I guess maybe times have changed. I, I have a lot I have a lot to start with here. So number one. Enter Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker takes a uh, like a, a slow look at the scene. Right, sees the small puddle of blood in the hallway, sees the fucking slit ass neck on Lenore in the bed, notices there's no blood around her. Also, there's only a tiny puddle of blood. Eats the bagel. Yes. Notices. <laughs> first off, I don't know what bagels go away. I don't know what detective goes into a, a crime scene and is like, hey, this bagel is fucking lit. Um, 
notices the bagel is warm. Yeah. My problem is right there. There's two things that he notices that the, the body wasn't killed there and motherfucker wasn't there when the body was killed. Mm. Why doesn't he say anything right then? He's like, that's not our guy. That's a good uh, point. I never even thought about that. That's why doesn't he just point. start right there? Like, that's not our guy. He wasn't here. Maybe, you know, maybe he's maybe he thought, all right, I got to get I got to get a little bit more before I. Maybe he felt like he didn't want to jump to a no, conclusion like too I, soon. And I, I don't I don't want to be that guy. But like fast forward, like 25 minutes in movie time, uh, Forrest Whitaker talks to him directly on the phone. True. And he's like, he's like, my point is to bring you in. He could have just been like, listen, I know it's not you. So tell me what you're doing and I'll help. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like anything yeah. that's not like I'm gonna fight you this entire time. My next note is uh, I've seen porn with better writing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're probably talking about the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> but mm. he calls he calls the guys up, and that's when you know, like, mm. like shit, like shits hit the fan, and like, and like what we like we said earlier, this movie they're going to help out the most that they ever. Sam have. actually starts doing something. <laughs> Can't yeah. get over Forrest Whitaker just eating her fucking breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, dude, not just like eating it. He like takes it and he takes like a small chunk off, and he just puts it in his mouth. He's like, hmm. just yeah. enjoying her breakfast <laughs> while she's dead. Just like chilling on the sofa. Like what a stupid fucking scene. It's like yeah. oh cinnamon, oh cinnamon raisin. Yeah, I know, right? Just like, <laughs> like no butter. Mm. Yeah. Just like is it like that whole scene is just like beyond me. It's like and of course Brian has like this like secret room in some factory. Well, that was Sam's room. That's oh, Sam's, Sam's dugout room. room. Okay. Yeah. Cuz yeah. he asked, he calls Sam he's like is the code the same? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah, not of course a it is. security measure. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I haven't updated my password in like four years, and uh, my work makes me update my password like every ninety days. So. It would have been hilarious <laughs> if it was like six nine six nine six nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, you dirty dog. <laughs> Sam gets it. <laughs> I think Forrest Whitaker and all the cops are snooping around um, Stewart's house. Um, like we, Kim found out earlier what happened, and like. She's hit probably worse than whatever the Albanians did to her in the mm. first movie. Uh, but flat out, she's like, she knows. She's like, hey, she didn't. He didn't do it. Like, all yeah. right, movie, movie's over. He didn't do it. He's, it's movie's done. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is when they. Um, so I was. I want to start off too. I think Forrest Whitaker in this movie was great. He did he was, with. He was good. He did with with the script what he could do, in my opinion. Uh, I think he played like the cocky know-it-all detective pretty well. I think he did pretty good. Uh, is this the part where they interview Stuart? I believe so. Yeah, I know this. I know they put this is where they put like the chip in her sweater. Yeah, to, like keep track of her. Yeah, because uh, she's like I, that. That's not hers. That's my mom. That's mine. That's not my mom's. I think this. I think this is where they talk to Stuart because. You know, this is where they bring up. He brings up both Paris and Istanbul mm, again. Right, wrong yeah. actor, but he brings it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me about this stuff. Well, I don't know because I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> um, so this part, the movie should have been over at this part. Like Forrest Whitaker is like, oh, so I'm dealing with a dangerous man here, and Stuart's yeah. like, Stuart's like, no, Brian's it's not dangerous. Him. It's Brian's all him. not. 
Brian's not dangerous. Um, not until you make him. <laughs> yeah. But so, like, uh, the one line that killed me on this part, when they were like, so tell me what's going on. He's like, um, she was probably over there talking to him because I asked, I asked her to talk to him to stay away from her. That was like his line, right? Like he, he sent her over to talk to him to say that they can't ever be together again. Is, is exactly what like if he told the cops that she was doing over there. And I'm like, okay, so he immediately lied about why she's over there. He's guilty. Mm-hmm. Like he placed her on the scene and we know she wasn't killed there because there's no blood on the scene. He's guilty. Like that's the end of the movie. He's he's the bad guy. <laughs> I know, George, right? I'm gonna be sick. This writing was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like who fucking allowed this movie? Like who allowed this script and was like, no, this is great. This is like child's play, dude. Yeah. He's sitting there, he's like, you know what, guys? I think we got something. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Who allowed this, bro? Like, in, I, I just don't, like, okay, okay. Say you're falling for all this, right? You're, you're buying this hook, line, and sinker and everything. At what point does Forrest Whitaker say, bro, this doesn't add up? This just doesn't add up. And deleting text messages, like, oh, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. But we'll get there. Like, all this stuff... <clears throat> Is like routine police work. Like this isn't even like yeah. extra level detective work. Like it's so easy to pull phone records. It's so easy to just see mm. what was going on. And he already had a whiff that this was wrong. Something yeah. didn't sit right. And it, and at no point was he like, okay, so I need to talk to this guy. And then when he gets the opportunity to talk to him, he doesn't say anything along the lines of like, we know it wasn't you. We just need to know like. I need to know what you're working on so I can assist you. Like that's all he has to do to solve this thing in like 15 minutes because Brian already knows. Brian already knows everything. This hurts my fucking skull. And he didn't like <laughs> cry at all. They're like, your wife's dead. He's just like, cool. Yeah, right. no, he, he, he was pretty, he was pretty not in a good way when he found her. Um, but he didn't, he, I mean, he didn't cry, but like, you know, like he was trying Dude, to like, bro. OJ know. showed more emotion in the fucking trial of OJ than, than he did. <laughs> Like, but, come on, man. Like, the, the writing was on the wall, and, and you, you brought up Forrest Whitaker, and hear me out. Denzel Washington should have played that. Whether you – and you should have let Denzel Washington direct this. And I think this is an actual good murder mystery movie. I think Denzel Washington did the equalizer. I think that's probably why, around the same time. You, oh, you're probably right. Th- there's obviously why. a reason why they yeah. didn't do something like that. But, like – this franchise, this writing, everything about this stinks. Like yeah. nothing, nothing it, about this is good. Liam Neeson's performance is terrible in this movie. Yeah, I even wrote here that he looks damn old in this movie, and I feel like the age progression between the first and second movie to this movie, he looks like twenty years older in this movie. We're still in the first act, though. Like we're we're not even like midway through the movie. We're still in the first act, and yeah. this movie is just like unbearable to follow. Like okay. So we're going through someone's marital problems, right? And two minutes ago, I told you, if you were really serious about having that conversation, Lenore should have been with with fucking Stuart, Stewie. We'll call him Stewie because he's not the real Stuart. (laughs) Call him Stewie. And all three of them should have had an adult conversation. Brian has saved your family on multiple occasions from actual danger. Yeah. 
So having a conversation like this shouldn't have been that difficult. And like, honestly, it probably thickens the plot if you do that. Right? Mm. It makes it actually murky to find out that Stuart, Stewie's the bad guy. Mm. And, and like, I'm no, I'm no one. And I corrected a huge fucking flaw in this movie that would have made it better in two minutes in one sitting. Like, yeah. this is a terrible movie. And it, anyone watching this who's, like, even on the fence about seeing it, don't. <laughs> don't. If you have to pay for it, don't. <laughs> if it's ever free, give it a watch. It, it's actually, like, it's, it's one of those movies that you need to see. It's, like, a train wreck. It's, like, Doom. If you like the movie Doom, oh. this is right up your fucking alley. Terrible fucking writing, occasional <laughs> action, and, you know, damn old actors. Yeah, but, but Doom has the added bonus of really bad prosthetics, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah sure, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was, that was my oh, rant. I just, like, I'm physically, like, not okay talking about this movie. I know, uh, yeah, I know, it's not good. Well, hey. Brian, so the, the movie should have ended twice already. I'm just going to say that now. Yep. Yep. And we're not even where we're not even at where Brian like starts finding stuff out yet. Mm. But this this where he's this is where he starts to find stuff out. It's like he literally like just walks into the police station. Yeah. And he um sees what happened to Len- I mean, he sees Lenore's body or whatever. Yeah, how the hell um, does someone make it all the way into the morgue without anyone seeing this- him? He just went right through the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, and this fucking, guy's wearing a leather jacket. He's even in guy. Resident Evil, I needed two keys to get to the morgue. <laughs> he, like, he, like, he pretends to be this police officer at this gas station because I think he saw in the GPS that Lenore was like randomly at this gas station in the middle of the night, like yeah. wicked far away. Um, he looks at the security footage and sees that she got nabbed. And... The cops are already on him, and they're yelling at him, like, freeze, freeze. And he's just, he's literally just ignoring them, like, hold on one second. Yeah. Let me watch this footage. Enhance. Enhance. Another case of, like, (laughs) another case, though, where, like, no force was used by the police officers. Yeah. Uh, so So there's two things about this, right? Number one, I want his USB drive. Like I want that thing. He literally just plugs it in, and he gets into the uh, the police computers, and he downloads all the phone records just like by plugging in his USB drive. And I'm like, that thing's freaking sick. Yeah. Um. When he's when he's at the gas station, he literally leaves it up, gets the information he needs, and then leaves. And then the cops are like, "What's the point of looking at it? He was here." And then they go back and look at it and be like, "Oh, like a van full of people just abducted his wife." A bunch like of people that six hours hand before tattoos. first movie reference. Yeah. So the hand tattoo, the cops didn't even pick up on Brian got that, but the cops didn't. I like, he like, he like, lets, he lets the cops capture him. Well, I, I think he knew he's like, all right, I'll just let him, I'll just escape later. It's fine. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> like I already, I wrote too that. He, uh, they don't transport prisoners unless they have a caged car. So, like, he wouldn't be able to touch the front seat in any police car ever that's transporting a, a, a you know, a suspect. You're right. It wasn't blocked off. It wasn't blocked off. It was just, like, a regular I, detective car. And then Forrest Whitaker too. calls him and is like, he's going to get out. Keep an eye on him. They're like, we've never done this before, Forrest Whitaker. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the most incompetent police ever. Like, I, the most this is routine police work to pull phone records, to look up, like, where the like, car was parked. Oh, GPS shit. is they're, they're everywhere. Not, like, 
most of the movie, I thought maybe some of the cops were crooked, but I'm like, they're not crooked. I'm like, they're just, <laughs> they're just, they're just, co- they're just stupid and cocky. I'm they're like, stupid, but then like, also, doesn't this speak to like the big mastermind Stewie that is like, it's terrible. This is the worst fucking plan ever, <laughs> fucking ever. Dude, so he already lied to the cops, and they they can prove that he lied to the cops because they have the text records that say that show a text from Brian to Lenore's phone telling her to go to this gas station, and then a text from Lenore's phone to Brian's phone telling him that she's coming over. They already have all that <laughs> stuff. Like, that case should be, like, shut already. Yeah, dude. And not only all this, too. Like, let's get back to the franchise. Every movie, like, Brian does something super unique and super, like, that you never would have thought of to do. Mm. To, like, get out of a situation or to get information. Like, in the second one, the first thing that comes to mind is the grenades. The grenades was fucking brilliant. And the sock phone. Yeah, and then the second, like, the first one, like, he, he I mean, the whole first one was just incredible. Um, But in this one, he's literally just, they're showing you what the police would be doing. Why does he need to be in the police precinct to do all this? Like, have Sam run it. Like, yeah. This is yeah. no-brainer work that, like, I-, I felt like I was literally watching a Sunday special on TBS. Yeah. So, so <laughs> like, to, 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 to build on this point some more, right? So then all of a sudden they're like, hey, you, Mr. Stupid Cop, you have to watch Kim 100% of the time all the time. She goes to the store, gets her thing, Yogurt, throws it away. Yeah. yeah, it follows her. She goes to the bathroom, he's standing right outside. So it takes Forrest Whitaker to be like, oh, and he checks the trash and sees that there's a note on her yogurt. And then he calls him and he's like, hey, where is she? And he was literally already inside the bathroom, 10 feet away from that cop, talking to her. And then he just like bounces. Literally, he's literally just walking around everywhere and evading cops. It's beyond (laughs) me. It's beyond me. (laughs) He steals that police car. He steals all the police files. He dodges all this gunfire by the police. He escapes by going down this exploding elevator shaft. Oh, yeah. They didn't explain that, by the way. He rides a car down and it explodes and he's fine. This is one of the many times like the car, he escapes the exploding car. I'm like, how? There's another one later that's even worse. Yeah, I know. But this one was like, um, he just evaded all these police. He talks to Forrest Whitaker, and like we get the call back. Good luck. Yeah. Which is, I guess, fine. Or whatever. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, is, which I guess is like all right. I guess <laughs> maybe. Mm. <laughs> Sam, I mean, Sam's doing his best to try to help. Um, he helps out with the funeral and all that. Mm-hmm. They all know Single how to. Out, they all know how to out, outsmart the cops. They do a good yeah. job of it. Um, <laughs> These guys, like, one of the quotes was, like, these guys could lose a tail if it was attached to a dog. <laughs> I have, for a note, I have Forrest Whitaker looking around for someone as, like, a pirate lifting his blindfold pretending to see. <laughs> I, I, don't know what, I think he was on a rooftop looking for Brian when they were talking on the phone. It, I couldn't stop he was, laughing. He was He's on, like, like, the rooftop of, like, the tallest building in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh my god! You know what's funny know. though? You know, you know what else is funny about that? Like, so Forrest Whitaker has all these revelations. He's like, Brian's there right now. Never uh, once is Forrest Whitaker where he needs to be. I, I wish I, if I had a rubber band, I'd be doing that thing he does. Oh yeah. 
He's never once where he needs to be, though. So, like, he always knows exactly where Brian's going to be. He's never near him. Yeah. <laughs> We're at the part now where Kim is, like, goes to, like, goes to drink the bad yogurt with her car from the 70s. Which is like, I don't know why she has that. I know. Why does she have such a busted she's, car? She's sticking. Mom's driving around in the Porsche. She's sticking <laughs> to her schedule. Yeah. Um, that they that the guys tell her to stick to. Dude, uh, side note. <laughs> the whole time I was like, oh, Brian's going to like poison or do whatever to this yogurt and make her sick. Like I knew that immediately. Because um, that's why he's like, drink this immediately. I was like, what if that killed her baby? because <laughs> uh, <laughs> brian didn't know no it's like hopefully they knew what they, the the consequences of putting that in there were but yeah. it, hopefully just nausea taken for the baby's gone <laughs> <laughs> in utero so yeah he's gonna go magic school bus inside of her to get the baby back like, you no know brian's going to meet up with her at the school i guess it's like she drank the great bad yogurt. Call for backup, right yeah. now, right now. <laughs> That's yeah, so weird. So stupid. He finds the bug, takes it off of her, and somehow disables the bug, and then puts it back on her, and everything's fine. Like I don't get it. Yeah. So oh, but I think she spills the beans here and tells her that tells Brian that she's pregnant here. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was forced. The whole, the whole, like, th- from this point on, I think it was around this point on, like, I, th- I think this, the, this is where the writing goes to shit. This is where, I think this is where, like, <laughs> Brian starts kicking, like, kicking fake Stewart's ass. I think this is that part. Yeah. So, like, so the accountant that got killed at the beginning was Stewart's. So, it's because Stewart owes these Russians money for something. And yeah. what I didn't realize at the time in the theaters, but I realize it now, is like this is another callback to the first movie because you remember when Brian was like trying to get the plane to get to Paris in the first movie? Um, he told Stuart straight up, he's like, hey, I know that you had a bad deal with a bunch of Russians years ago. That's this deal. This Isn't is I- the, this. This is the money that the Russians are collecting on. Hmm. So I was like, you have a, That's good, a deep pull. You have a very you like yeah, you have a deep pull to the first movie, but you have the wrong steward. <laughs> <laughs> minor minor oversight. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I <laughs> this <laughs> I, like this movie actually, like I, I know I've been shitting on it. There was so much potential with just a few minor tweaks, like a few minor tweaks, and make the villain muddy. Like we, I don't know about you guys, like I, I knew Stewie was involved, and I knew that he was like it had something obviously something to do with his business dealings. Either make it so fucking obvious. And make it like a mastermind plan that Forrest Whitaker should never be able to follow. Like it's it's in no regular human being or even special human being could follow it. Or or make it a murder mystery and you have no fucking clue who it is. There there was just like too much not enough effort, man. It felt a lot I, like we already know. 
Like, mm. we don't need to see the movie, like, throughout. But I think it. they were trying to go for option B there. They were trying to make it a murder mystery, but they made it accidentally too obvious. <laughs> yeah, like, they forgot put, the mystery part. <laughs> like, they wanted to make it so obvious, but, like, mur- muddy that it was right in front of your face the whole time. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have done it better. It would have been really a, a twist if it was fucking Lenore. That would have been wild. <laughs> Kind Amanda of like, or Lenore are the wild cards here. Remember that what was it House on Haunted Hill or whatever, mm. where she was where she was in it and they faked her death. Oh, that would have been beautiful. What a callback yeah. that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so so at this part, this is where Stewart puts him onto the Russian guy, right? <laughs> yeah, Mister Tidy Whitey. This is where the Russians start going after Brian. And right. This is the most. The most impossible escape from a car. Like, I don't even care. Like, he should have died when that car went off that, like, the side of that cliff. Yeah, but even then, okay, so the car goes off the side of the cliff, right? There's two (laughs) things you do. You push the car off the cliff, and then you go to make sure the person's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, we pushed it off the cliff. Oh, but someone's still alive down there. It's like it's like Austin Powers when Will Ferrell was at the bottom of the cliff. I'm still alive. You can save me. <laughs> I'm badly injured. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see a hatch down here. Literally, that's what it felt like yeah. when you were describing it. Like for real though, like you're you're literally the only thing in your way of what what was it? At least twelve million dollars, if not more, was. Just double tap this motherfucker, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Zombie land him. Yeah. <laughs> so Brian's like, it's one thing, I guess, Brian, it's one thing to mess with the Albanians. You mess with the Russians. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah, but then, okay, so he mess the Russians mess with him. They kill him almost too easily, which is like, oh, God, that's suspicious how easy it was. Yeah. Um, and then he catches up with him like four miles down the road. And the Russian dude is pulling out his sick, nasty, you know, flirting right on that <laughs> on that chick. And she is totally going for it. But then he just like dispatches five elite Russian hitmen. <laughs> like, yeah, no issue. He kind of, Brian, they gave Brian a little bit of a hard time. But yeah, he takes just the last back. guy. Just, just the last yeah. guy. Um. And at, at least, at least they explain how he they, he survived this ridiculous crash, but still, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's I have boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't like the Russian guys' pickup lines. Uh, I thought the gunfight between the liquor aisle was like they were blindfolded, just shooting aimlessly. Yeah, I don't get that. They, I get they... why they did that, but like. You couldn't have had one of them or both of them get grazed. Like, are they both? They're both like elite level killers, and yeah. they were not even close. I uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. And then like he dropped down. To, one of them dropped to the floor, as if to get a better angle or whatever, or just not get hit. And like he still biffed an entire magazine. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I thought that whole thing was fucking dumb. Or yeah, like you're surrounded by wine bottles, just lob a wine bottle over, like so, hit someone's battleship once. <laughs> <laughs> so like I feel like like Stewart like knew like the Russians were like gonna go after Brian. I think so. Like he didn't do anything because he was mad at Brian over the Lenore thing. 
but I mean, yeah, Brian. Brian probably would have killed the Russians, and then his, and then Stewart's money problem would have been gone. Right. So uh, Stewart, no, that was kind of explained because yeah. Stewart. I can't remember exactly the wording, but Stuart yeah. said, my, you know, my wife's ex-husband is going to take care of you guys pretty much. So then the Russians mm-hmm. saw him as a threat and they were trying to defend themselves against him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that, you know, he was staying in the way of anything is that the Russians saw him as a threat, like that they, that Brian was sick on him to, to take care of him. Yeah. And then Stuart actually did sick Brian on, <laughs> on them. To, to to as the person who took you know Lenore, it's like it's all this guy. So he turned him <laughs> on him. But like I, the plan, the plan now is like all the boys are helping out, and like the plan is to take down this. I don't even remember the name of this Russian bad guy. I was, I my thought in my head was Ivan Drago, but I'm like, no, that's not the right. <laughs> I was like, no, it's, I think it's right. Igor. Isn't it? Yeah, something like Oleg that. Like, Oleg Malenikov. Dude, I just oh, knew him okay, as a yeah. Russian the whole time too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this Did, dude lives in like the most fortified apartment I've ever seen. Yeah, like, but like so four how, four retired special forces dudes find a way in no problem. Didn't yeah. it feel weak how little security he had? It felt like there wasn't that much. I mean that. I mean, he, there were like seven people with machine guns, and he had to get through like six people just to get there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. The weird part to me is that this dude is just like just chilling in a hot tub with these two girls, and like, and then he gets out of his hot tub, and instead of like putting anything on, he puts on a bathrobe and picks up a machine gun. Don't forget his tidy whities because they I got mean, a he, nice oh close-up shot of that. God. Nice close-up shot of that, yeah. Like, even in John Wick, they put him in a bathrobe. So you couldn't see anything. Like, give yeah. me that. That is so <laughs> fucking stupid. Like, well, also too, like, if if you're a big bad there, I feel like it's so much better of an interaction if he just goes up to Brian without a weapon and like surrenders and says like, "Hey, let's talk." Because he, he had to wait till he got put four two bullets shots. in his chest, yeah, and, and to to unveil what was actually happening, like. No, just talk. Yeah. You're already <laughs> dead anyway, dude. Like, just talk yeah. to the dude. I don't know. Yeah. It, and that's more sinister and more like, I actually have power. Like, those guys <laughs> that you just kick the shit out of don't have any power. I have power. I have clout. Talk to me. I don't know. And like, like they, there was no good writing here. No. But, like, Stuart's helping him out the whole time. And, like, nobody sees what's right in front of him. It takes the notice of like this insurance policy or whatever for the police to be like, <gasps> what matching like, insurance yeah. policies. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> what do you know? It's for $12 million and he has a $12 million debt to the Russians. Yep. <laughs> Just punch me in the dick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then of course, Sam gets fucking tapped. Oh no! I know. <laughs> God damn, Sam! Uh, I'm like, no. <laughs> that I was a little devastated by that. I, I thought that yeah. that was a fucked up, and yeah. b probably the best writing they had in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Sam had to eat it. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, yeah. it, like, it it added wait. flavor, didn't it? Like, didn't you like you cared? It was like, oh yeah. fuck! You know, we we knew the whole time we were like, okay, so Stewie is the bad guy. 
and you're like, oh shit, but Sam and Kim are down there with him right now. And you're like, yep. you know, he's not going to shoot Kim, and you're, you're like, oh no, <laughs> Sam, Sam, you're in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what would have been better if it was the real Stuart. you see why you see why lenore went to the gas station stewart used brian's phone i guess but i mean while he was in the apartment yeah and stewart sent the text off of brian's phone and then erased it and then it's uh, it's like oh well there goes (laughs) that just stupid and stew fake stewart's trying to take off in the same plane that Brian took to Paris in the first movie, he's trying to get it, get on his, take his getaway plane out of here and go wherever. With Kim. With Kim, but the fastest car in the world smashes into the plane just before it takes off. I was watching that. Gear. I had to pause and rewind. No shot that car reaches the landing gear. <laughs> no shot. No shot that car reaches the landing gear. I don't know what the make of the car was, but yeah. It's a Porsche. I, I still it was a tiny fucking oh, well, it was, was it a Porsche? Okay. It was like, bro, I, I'm taller than that fucking car is. There's no shot it reaches. A plane that's all the way tilted, like getting ready to take off, it reaches the front landing gear. No yeah. fucking way, dude. That's some... T- <laughs> Even the Fast and the Furious do that shit better. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, except the Fast and the Furious had like a 48-mile runway. And family. Yeah. And family. <laughs> With family. Uh, I mean, that part was like, y- you kind of had me until then. And then I was like, dude, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I, That's when I, I literally started texting you guys. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so so at, at the same part, though, we see like, okay, Liam Neeson knows that his daughter's on that plane and that she's pregnant and that Stuart's on that plane. So the thing he's going to say is, I'm going to make that plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I get you don't want him to take off, but like, do you crash this plane with it? You know, we're going to crash this plane. With yeah. the, with What's the, the next step? Your daughter and your future, <laughs> with your daughter and future granddaughter inside or grand, you know, grandchild. I shouldn't say presume granddaughter but yeah yeah <laughs> i mean crap the plane doesn't take off brian starts monologuing to fake stewart i will come for you i will find you and we both know what's going to happen <laughs> bro i was so mad i was so <laughs> mad i was like say it say it just do it once <laughs> just give oh. me something from here like yeah oh Oh. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just, it's literally just bad. Yeah. But like you thought that like okay, so that that whole thing happens, right? Like he he Vin Diesel's the fucking car, the plane with his car. You know, he comes out, he's shot. Obviously that we're 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 at the point now where it's over. Make it somewhat dramatic. Like you don't have to put the gun right to Kim, but like Something dramatic, because the, mm. the, the you, you forced the plane thing. The plane thing was so dumb. <laughs> but, like, you could have done some sort of, like, Mexican standoff between them. And then have Forrest Whitaker showed up. Like, you know? So, like, there's a gun. There's two guns at Brian and one on Stewart or something. Like, where there's a gun on everyone. And to see... That would have been cool. So, here's another, here's another big, big plot hole. So... The entire time, 
when Stewart uh, takes that phone call from Forrest Whitaker and he's like, oh, um, I'm at my house in Malibu or whatever. I'll be there in a couple hours. And then they ping his GPS. They find out that he's not there. Yep. Right. So now you're monitoring his GPS. The cops haven't caught up to what Brian and his old crew are doing with Stewart at the tower with the Russians yet, but they're pinging his GPS. As soon as you see his GPS heading towards his private plane, don't you think someone goes to the airport and is like, hey, we see that you're going to be trying to leave on your plane. You're not allowed to do that because you're part of a murder investigation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're already monitoring his GPS because they want to know, they already know he lied to him. Ugh. there there was nothing about this movie now that we're at the end and we're we're about to get to the last scene there was nothing about this whole airplane scene that made any sense that was enjoyable at least in too fast too furious they they made it enjoyable it here i i watched it and i was like this is the the climax this is the climax of the movie punch me in the ass like, get me out of here. This is so dumb. <laughs> if I was in theaters, I would was, totally be going to make out with my girl the entire movie. It was like, well, Brian's a free man. Yeah. Yay? It's like, even yay. then. Yay? <laughs> Stuart, was, Stuart was literally a terrible villain. Just a terrible villain. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so fucking stupid. Yeah. And I mean, like, he had no henchmen. No, hardly any. Nobody. Like, <laughs> he like was the it, mastermind. I get what... Yeah, but the mastermind plan fucking sucked if anyone knew how to do a background <laughs> check. If anyone knew how to check phone records, that plan sucked balls, bro. Uh, yeah. It was like a stormtrooper trying to use a lightsaber. That's how <laughs> terrible that fucking... Uh, we're, we're, brought, we're brought to the same pier where Taken 2 ended. Yeah. It literally... Like the same exact one. Yeah, I was like, "This looks familiar." I didn't hate that. Yeah, but like, I didn't. I, uh, yeah, I didn't mind the callback. Yeah, but oh, it was too but, obvious. No, it's, it's like, like oh, oh, we're gonna name it after we're, we're mom. Think, we're gonna name the baby Lenore. It's like, oh, that's nice. I think she would like that. No, no, I think she would like to be alive. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people have that line. It's stupid. And pull, pull the curtain down franchise is over yeah uh so i was just looking at imdb for this movie and um what is it like one of the tags for this movie oh it ends here it ends here yeah thank god yeah (laughs) should have ended before here all right guys next up we're going to be doing the Taken prequel series on Netflix. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that, ex- that exists, but we're not going to do that. Is oh, it my actually? God. Yeah, that, that really what? exists. It's Brian Mills, like, on his rise to being, like, Special Forces guy. Not even Liam Neeson. Uh, Still sounds kind of interesting, not going to lie. But, yeah. I mean, it is out movie, there. This movie easily could have been saved if you changed, like... A little bit, like a little bit in the entire <laughs> the entire fucking screenplay, but a little bit here and there makes this a ten times better movie, and honestly, probably a rewatchable one. Mm. Yeah. I just think it's funny. So IMDb, the top review, the title of the top review is "I got dizzy watching this movie," and <laughs> after sitting here and talking to you guys, uh, was it an hour and twenty minutes now? Like, I completely understand. 
Bravo. Let me review. show you really quick. This is the series that's I think that's on Netflix. Oh, I did see this. I yeah, did. I, I did see it's a this. prequel series. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah, but it's something that's out there. Well, it's, it's an NBC thing, right? How many seasons are they on? I wonder. I think one. <laughs> I think one. One and done, or are they I, in between? Two seasons. I'm sorry. Ooh. No, I don't know, but I mean, but yeah. So, but the movies are done. That's it from the movies. And yeah. Taken Three, yeah, it's not a movie that that ages well. Not at all. No. No, that movie was. It was just littered with terrible acting and terrible writing. Dude, I went when this movie came out. I went out of my way. I was on vacation in California. I went into the theater in California and saw this, and this is what <laughs> I was given. Dude, so like, if the Taken series were wines, the number one would be like an aged French wine. Number two would be like a fresh Napa Valley wine. Number three would be the toilet wine that you get out of prison. It's just, it's just so bad. It's so bad. This is a rough. This is a rough one. It's a I rough. Would, one. I would. It's not bad enough where I wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy. So I'll, I'll, that's what I'll say. If I didn't like someone, I'd be like, "Hey, man, you know it's a really good movie for like three ninety nine on Amazon Prime. You should probably watch Taken Three. <laughs> I would like to sum it up. If you are on the fence about seeing this movie and you're watching this podcast. Just fucking don't. Just fucking don't. Don't, don't watch it. it. It's good in the sense that, like, you can see that anyone can make a movie. <laughs> anyone with money can make a Hollywood film. It's bad I mean, if you're looking for entertainment. So, so like, I would ask, like, the crossover from our podcast, like, does it hold up? And uh, I think it would have to be something before we could ask the question if it can hold up so i don't think that question really the applies here the unanimous answer is no no considering yeah. our four categories were like plot villain it was effects and, and cast and cast the only thing they would even get points in was cast because forrest whitaker i thought was a, a good ad forrest whitaker was definitely but then you ad. lose all those points like, like stewie <laughs> maybe, like, maybe like a little bit on like effects too, because I think a lot of the car sequences were were some of the better ones. Yeah, but of, the, of these three, movies. all physical effects and, and they were decent. The problem is, is like, okay, so I know that the, so so my whole thing was my frame of mind. I can get this movie for free on demand if I search for it, and I was like, but. I don't want to do that because I know it's going to be a violent movie. So I spent the money and I rented it. And I was like, there's not even any blood in this movie. There's not even, no one even dies on screen in this movie. Oh. <laughs> Except for the Russian guy. The Russian they, guy got bulleted twice. In yeah, the but they didn't bleed. No there was no blood. And no he's blood. white too. Like, yeah. the is darker than he was. And there was no, bro, I... Don't watch the movie. Don't whatever you do. Don't watch the movie. It's not good for you. I I haven't been this physically upset from a movie because of negative reasons. Like Infinity War had me violently pacing because I was like, I need Avengers Endgame now. Yeah, but like yeah. I haven't been the cliffhanger watching a movie since like Mission Impossible Two. Like I I'm just like, how do you fuck that franchise up? Because Taken 1 was... It, it, we talked about this. Taken 1 is etched in stone forever. Taken 2 wasn't a... T like, the usually the sequel is not as good as the original, right? And it wasn't. 
It wasn't, but it was still. I could rewatch Taken Two right now and be okay with that. Yeah, yeah especially having watched Taken Three. <laughs> Taken Three is like uh, that's what I had to text you guys. Anyone watching this, I texted them to see who wrote this, and they're like, "It's the same guys." And I was fucking mind blown. I was <laughs> out of my mind. Dude, I, was, I was shocked too. I didn't know that. This was know. their end game, bro. <laughs> it ends here. <laughs> I, I Brian Mills you three thousand. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh that man, terrible, terrible, terrible. It wasn't even a good movie just for taking standards. It was a terrible movie in regular standards. Don't watch the movie. Just don't watch the movie. Amanda's not in it. If you watch the movie, you won't see Amanda. She doesn't come back. Hey, do, do we get points because Lenore dies like three minutes into the movie? Dude, I I laughed so hard. <laughs> and it was like it was stupid so her her neck was slit from like ear to ear not a drop of blood on his bed dude i couldn't have laughed harder i thought this movie was so comical in the first half i thought it was dumb the panda the fucking him trying to like her trying to tell him she's pregnant and him just being like <laughs> a puppy <laughs> like, like, okay, like he was not Brian Mills in this movie. Everything no. went over or under his head. He was not Brian Mills in this movie. He had to do routine police work, and he had to break in and like steal a computer and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go work from home with this real quick." Um, like, while I'm here, I'm gonna pay the respects to my dead ex-wife in the morgue. Terrible, mm-hmm. terrible, Brian Mills. Not good. It shouldn't even have been called taken. And. No, this is this is one I definitely agree. This is one that should not exist. The the fact that there was you re I mean I'm I'm still gonna go off about it. You recast a guy you intend for to be the main villain, not even the same actor. Nobody's gonna take this seriously. It's gonna be terrible, and it was. Yeah, flat yeah. out. <laughs> I, I mean, can, can you name any franchises that have done that? Like off the top of your head, the only one I can think of is Game of Thrones. Where they recast Dario, and they, they recast the mountain too in season two. Like recasting can work. Yeah, then like, they put a like, mask on. Like him. in the case of like in the case of like Iron Man and Iron Man two, like you went from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle, and like that was one where it was like, yeah. you know what, fine. And Don Cheadle, like he is Captain, he is Colonel Rhodes, he is War Machine, he's great. But like this, this like these instances where recasting don't do it. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not no. even, it's not even like, like they recast Dumbledore too, right? In Harry Potter. Yeah, after, uh, between movie one and two. But they didn't like grab a uniquely different actor. It's like yeah. recasting Denzel with Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, but at the same time too, with the Harry Potter one, it was a health issue. So like they kind of had their hands tied. But then he was also Dumbledore for the next six movies. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that like they... Yeah, they were backed into a corner because the guy fucking died. Like, it, yeah. it is what it is. Mm. But, like, the the point remains the same. Like, they recasted him. They kept a similar actor, similar style, similar look. Like, they didn't force down a guy who looks like, you know, there's no shot. That girl should have been trying to leave him. Like, that that guy was handsome <laughs> for his age. That's the, and, he, in, and he had that accent, man. He's in his Clooney years, man. There's no way you walk away from that. And even it, Brian knew. Brian's like, hey, Lenore, maybe you should uh, rethink this guy. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it was just I, – I couldn't agree more, John. It was it was distracting. 
like yep. the entire movie it was distracting and i don't know it, it goes back to like the making of movies again i'm just a a, a payer like I, I i go and i pay to see these but like what process do you go through like i i go through quite a check and balance at work like i can yep. only imagine what they go through like with test audiences and stuff and no one thought it was distracting like no one had a problem with the recast or like even even the movie plot the plot was imagine the rough drafts they went through i would pay i would pay big money to see the rough drafts they went through to spit this fucking thing out it was fucking terrible and you know what i bet you i bet my my fucking life that they didn't want to recast that guy but he read the plot, the script, and was like, "I'll do anything else." That's true. Anything else? Maybe, maybe that's why the other, the real Stewart said no because he was like, "This is terrible." <laughs> but but, like we're, but the writers it, were like, "We're making this anyway." It, I was gonna say, isn't that that's the only thing I can think of? Because this is an easy payday for that guy. Like he didn't do anything. He was. That's why. That's why Liam Neeson said no because of the payday. You know, the payday was probably really good for him, which is why he didn't say no to this. Yeah, they probably gave him stake in the revenue, which is what they were doing yeah. with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice to go through? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, this movie was just top to bottom terrible. It didn't feel like Taken at all. If you didn't tell me that was a Taken movie and I hadn't seen the other two, I would be like, what is this? Yep. Just didn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but we made it through all, we went through all three movies as promised. So, we're ending on kind of a sour note, but I still enjoy doing these nonetheless. We'll see where we go from here. As far as I'm open, I'm honestly, I'm open to any suggestions for like any movie. You know, maybe one that like doesn't cost money, (laughs) just as. Just to yeah. be on the safe side, I guess. You know, one that's, like, streaming on whatever, like, for free. But I'm open I to mean, We could always do a horror movie. We got uh, Halloween yeah. right around the corner, so. Yeah, literally open to anything. Well, how about everyone in the comment section? Give us your uh, give us your picks for the next movie, and let's see what comes out. That'd or be better cool. yet, give us your picks for the next trilogy. I would do another trilogy. Another trilogy? Yeah, why not? Why not? I'll have to pick one out. But yeah, <laughs> not Lord of the Rings. Please not Lord of the Rings. Oh no, my god! No, 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 it won't be that. But, <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, but thanks guys for talking with me on all three of these. Thanks if you're listening on either YouTube, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I think, and then Podbean was another one as well. We'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace.